Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to God Chosen Ones podcast show. Today is a new day. I will be reading the gospel according to Matthew, where we start with scriptures 1 through 2. Uh, one and two. We will then stop there and I will read a reading called Robbed But Still Rich from My Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible just to leave you with something to think about. So let's get started. Have you ever just truly sat and thought about how did Jesus Christ came to be, such as his family and so forth? Um, Now, I know you are in awe of him, just as I am, and I'm glad that God gave me this vision to want to start to um, give an introduction and, and speak about Jesus Christ and his life, because this is where I really wanted to be. I know I... You know, we read uh, Proverbs and uh, the book of Job. Now we're in uh, the gospel according to Matthew. So Jesus is, uh, it's a a long line. Jesus comes from a long line of genealogy. So I'm going to start where he was, when he was born. So he was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Um, His parents um, is the Holy Spirit, which is God, the Lord, and Mary and Joseph. Now, this is how it began. Mary was betrothed, which means engaged to Joseph. Before they were married, she was with child of the of the Holy Spirit. Joseph being the just man that he was, was advised that he put her away so she is not made an example. We all know what that means. She was a virgin. She was the Virgin Mary. So and you and you needed to be married. It was against it was against um against the law to be pregnant and not married. Which that's the God's law now. But anyway, um, and no judgment against anyone else because I have a, a child out of wedlock, but I love her just the same as well as I'm sure everyone else. But continuing on. So one night, an angel, he uh, came, uh, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph, telling him to not be afraid to take Mary as his wife letting him know that the child she is conceiving will indeed save his people from their sin. And then once this was all done and all was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, and I'm going to read scripture 123. It reads, Behold, the virgin, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So that is scripture 123, and that gives you a little synopsis of the beginning uh, of what transpired before she gave birth to, to Jesus. So Joseph then woke from his sleep and did as he was told from the angel of the Lord. 
Mary did in fact bore a son and Joseph called his name Jesus. So Joseph named, uh, did listen to the angel and gave him his name. Her now let's go and talk about Herod the king. Herod the king. Then as this was happening, three wise men were asking about the young king of the Jews. As they came to worship him, so as they came to worship him, Herod the king was very troubled by this that he called in all the chief's priests and scribes of the people together. So he called everyone in like, who is this son being born? Who is this baby being born that's king? I'm king. I'm the only king. They wanted to know where Jesus Christ was going to be born. And they told him, they told him where, and that this is, that this was written by the prophet. And so scripture two, six reads, but you Bethlehem in the land of Judea are not the least among the rulers of Judea for, for out of you shall come a ruler. So the prophet is saying, okay, another ruler is, is going to be, is coming, uh, King Herod. You're not the ruler. You're, you're, you're not the, you're not going to be the only ruler. So now as this is happening, the Lord then appeared to Joseph back. Let's go back over to where Joseph and Mary is. The Lord then appeared to Joseph. You see how God hears things that no one else hears and he see, see things that no one else sees. This is a prime example. So the Lord then appeared to Joseph and told him, okay, take Jesus and his mother to Egypt to stay there until he receives word that it was okay until it, it was okay to leave from him. So he says, okay, go ahead and take baby Jesus and Mary and flee to Egypt. But why? I'm sure Joseph is like, why do I have to pick up my baby and my wife? And why do we have to go to Egypt? Because of course, Herod will seek him out and kill him. Now, Herod, so he, so he does take his family to Egypt until Herod is dead. But first, let's go back over to where Herod, Herod is. Let's go back to that, to the castle. We'll say, we'll call it a castle. Herod is so angry about the three wise men fooling him that he calls for every male child to be put to death. So after the three wise men, they go, they visit the child, they worship him with gifts and all this good stuff. Herod says, oh, okay, okay, I gotcha. So he's so angry about the three wise men fooling him that he calls for every male child to be put to death in Bethlehem and all the districts. Ages two years and under, he didn't care. Kill them all. Herod is eventually killed and Joseph is then advised that he can move young Jesus once again, but to the land of Israel. 
And this is for on scripture, uh, scripture 222 to 223. And it reads, but when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there and being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. So he turned aside into the region of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. So Jesus was called a Nazarene. So that is a small, short story of Jesus' beginning and how when he was born, all that happened with him, between, you know, Joseph, King Herod, trying to move young Jesus uh, to, to a safe place so that nothing would happen to him um, so he could fulfill the prophecy. So now what I'm going to do is I am going to start uh, read robbed but still rich and this is for it it, go, it goes with Matthew 5:11 which we'll get to hopefully on Friday but if not sometime next week and it reads have you ever had anything happen to you that changed your life forever you survived but you knew you would never be the same you may have spent every day of your life since then all bent over, not able to lift your head in public. You may shout, you may sing, you may even dance. But when no one is looking, when the crowd is gone and the lights are out, you are nothing but a trembling, bleeding, weeping mass of pain. The worst part about the story of Am Amnon and Tamar is that after... Amnon abused his sister. He didn't want her. And you you can see Samuel uh, 2 Samuel 13 16. He messed up her life and spoiled what she was proud of. He assassinated her future and damaged her prospects. He destroyed her integrity and her self-esteem. He robbed her of her great treasure. And afterward, he didn't even want her. Tamar said, What you're doing to me now is worse than what you did to me at first. Maybe you've gone through a divorce, an adulterous relationship, or some other kind of tragedy, and you feel unwanted. You can't shout over the sort, this sort of thing. You can leap over that kind of wall. You can't leap over that kind of wall. Something in you has been injured and it will change the way you relate to others for, rest, for the rest of your life. Although Tamar fought to see the last remnant of her femininity, the Bible says that Amnon hated her with a greater intensity that, than that with which he had loved her before. Again, see... 2 Samuel 13 15 he hated her so much that he instructed her 
servant not only to throw her out, but to lock the door. She lay on the ground and cried. Then she ripped her cape of many colors. The sign of her virginity, the cape she had been planning to get to give to her husband one day. In that moment, she was saying, I have no future. It wasn't just that she that he robbed me of my body. He robbed me of my dreams. He stole my value. What do you do when you're trapped with the door slammed and locked behind you? You're left torn and trembling and intimidated. What do you do when you don't know what to do? Maybe you've been physically or emotionally raped and robbed. You survived, but you left a substantial degree of your self-esteem in Amnon's bed. Remember, this isn't the end of the story. There's There's a call out for you. The Lord is saying, I want you. No matter how many men like Amnon have told you, I don't have told you, I don't want you. God says, I want you. I saw what happened to you. I've seen you at your worst moments and I still want you. God has not changed his mind. He loves with an everlasting love. What a rich inheritance. So isn't that, that's, that's, so 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 awesome that we all we will always have God in our life no matter what even if we've been thrown away by family a friend we lose a friend a family relationship uh, uh, anything that's happened to us in our life we will always have God um, have our God with us who will say I hey I love you come to me put your faith in me so that is the lead up to um, what I will be reading on Friday so thank you for tuning in to Chosen Ones podcast show I want you to have a great blessed uh, very blessed day and prosperous day and always um, as it reads uh as I was reading this uh, robbed but still rich always put God first know that God loves you and think about what you want your purpose to be as well and with that said I will talk to you on Friday